Hi, this is Denise Maranatha with PsalmsCast, bringing great tidings of joy with our bonus podcast each day through December 24th. This month, it is the most wonderful time of the year for many, but for others, it is a time of a difficult journey, a difficult ride on the struggle bus. Expectations are set high, and it is easy to get caught up in all the chaos and drama of various traditions. For we who know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, since 336 AD, December 25th has been designated as Jesus' birth. Thus, why some people say Jesus is the reason for the season. Friends, there is so much more to the story than a babe in a manger, nativity scenes, and church traditions. Jesus is the reason, period, all day, every day. So in order to honor the true ministry of why Jesus was born into our world, each night you will hear one chapter of the book of Luke, a unique testimony of Jesus' life, his ministry, and the how and the why that he is our Lord, our Messiah, and through him every single one of us can be set free of the chains that bind and certain death, eternal death. The point in sharing this each night is to invite the Holy Spirit into your life so he can unpack how following Jesus can change everything going forward from today. Each day, I will try to do a brief recap of the previous day for context. So yesterday we read through Luke 14. That is such an important chapter and I encourage you to check out that podcast as well. Jesus is dining at a Pharisee's home and he heals, it is the Sabbath, and he heals a man who has something called dropsy. And then Jesus talks about why we should always take the lowly place and also a parable of the great banquet. It's very eye-opening. And then Jesus talks about the cost of being a disciple, that we, we leave all to follow Christ. And lastly, that tasteless salt is worthless. And so now we are at the point where we are ready to move forward. Today I am reading from the New International Reader's Version of the Bible. Luke chapter 15 The tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were whispering among themselves. They said, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them a story. He said, Suppose one of you has one hundred sheep and loses one of them. Won't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country? Won't he go and look for the one lost sheep until he finds it? When he finds it, he will joyfully put it on his shoulders and go home. Then he will call his friends and neighbors together. He will say, Be joyful with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, it will be the same in heaven. There will be great joy when one sinner turns away from sin. Yes, there will be more joy than for ninety-nine godly people who do not need to turn away from their sins. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the house? 
Won't she search carefully until she finds the coin? And when she finds it, she will call her friends and neighbors together. She will say, Be joyful with me. I have found my lost coin. I tell you, it is the same in heaven. There is joy in heaven over one sinner who turns away from sin. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger son spoke to his father. He said, Father, give me my share of the family property. So the father divided his property between his two sons. Not long after that, the younger son packed up all he had. Then he left for a country far away. There he wasted his money on wild living. He spent everything he had. Then the whole country ran low on food, so the son didn't have what he needed. He went to work for someone who lived in that country. That person sent the son to the fields to feed the pigs. The son wanted to fill his stomach with the food the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Then he began to think clearly again. He said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough food? But here I am, dying from hunger. I will get up and go back to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and I have sinned against you. I am no longer fit to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him. He was filled with tender love for his son. He ran to him. He threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer fit to be called your son. But the father said to the servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattest calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. This son of mine was dead, and now he is alive again. He was lost, and now he is found. So they began to celebrate. The older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants. He asked him, what was going on? Your brother has come home, the servant replied. Your father has killed the fattest calf. He has done this because your brother is back safe and sound. The older brother became angry. He refused to go in. So his father went out and begged him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've worked like a slave for you. I have always obeyed your orders. You never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But this son of yours wasted your money with some prostitutes. Now he comes home, and for him you killed the fattest calf? My son, the father said, you are always with me. Everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad. This brother of yours was dead, and now he is alive again. He was lost, and now he is found. This is a very important chapter, and the theme is actually very simple. If something is valuable to you, you will do whatever it takes. 
You will give up your time, your energy, your everything to seek that valuable fill in the blank. First, a sheep. The shepherd leaves all 99 sheep that are following his boundaries in search of that one rogue sheep. You may recognize this sheep in the mirror chasing after all the stuff of life. I call this person the first John chapter two, verse 16, little one. And yes, there is no judgment coming from this person because I have done every single one of these as well. I'm reading from the Living Bible because it gets the point across very bluntly. For all these worldly things, these evil desires, the craze for sex, the ambition to buy everything that appeals to you, and the pride that comes from wealth and importance. Again, no judgment from me because I have been caught in the snares of every single one of these traps. But God, here is what he has to say about these things. These are not from God. They are from this evil world itself. Yeah, that evil one who wants you to say no thanks to the only one who can save you from the chains of slavery in this world and certain eternal damnation and death when you arrive at your eternal destination. He is really good in marketing all of that, all of the things that Daddy God despises. So this shepherd, he goes out and he searches and he searches until he finds that one sheep that was lost and now is found. And it is such a celebration when he brings this and shows everybody, oh my goodness, it's his testimony that he did not give up and that he found what he was looking for. And then we have a woman who loses a coin. She literally tears her home apart looking for that precious treasure. So a question for you, what have you upended your life for to search for eternal treasure that can only be found in God? And then we have the lesson of the prodigal son. He has the audacity to go to his dad and ask for his inheritance before his dad is dead. This is crazy. But to be clear, this is the second son and therefore his portion was not would not have been half of all his dad's net worth. It would have been much smaller. Did you notice that the son did not tell Pops why he wanted his inheritance? Dad chooses to give his child what he asked for. And then the son takes that inheritance and disappears. There are no trackers. There's no Facebook back in that day. The son leaves and disappears from his dad's life. So this young man bought the evil one's lies that getting all you can get in this world is all that matters. And then the son lives out that first John chapter two, verse 16 lifestyle. And once he is firmly enslaved and left desiring the food of pigs, he gains wisdom. Yes, he's literally licking the bottom of the ash heap and it suddenly dawns on him. Dog, my dad treats his lowest servant with more than enough to eat. He even decides that instead of asking daddy to forgive and forget, this one wisely decides to just asked to be his dad's servant. What do we know about this prodigal dad? He never gave up watching for his beloved child to return. He kept praying and believing, trusting God to wake up his child and bring him home. 
and God is faithful. There is a sermon I will post over on Facebook by Michael Youssef from Church of the Apostles and also from Leading the Way. Dr. Youssef was a son who was raised in the Middle East and his insight into this message is so eye-opening and so humbling. You see, we with our human focus, we focus on the rebellious son. And yes, many of us parents of adolescents or adult children can relate to this sadly, and it is a real struggle. But the message is about the father. Mind-blowing, isn't it? Yes, God's word takes these three parables to make this point clear. And it is super important. Don't miss it. God does not give up on us. Oh, you and I and all the billion of other clueless humans may give up on God, but he never turns away from us. There is a lot more here in the chapter, and if you have thoughts or questions, be sure to reach out through one of the contact methods to ask or to share your thoughts. The Facebook PsalmsCast page is a great platform to get engaged with others. Hopefully you have enjoyed today's reading. I hope you will share it with others about this daily bonus to PsalmsCast called December Miracle, so they too can experience meeting Jesus each day as we head into the thick of the holidays. In just a moment, I will share some contact information for those who are interested. But to the rest of you today, it's a wrap. I am Denise. I love and appreciate you. Have a blessed night and God bless. See you tomorrow for chapter 16. The contact information for PsalmsCast is as follows. To call, to text, or while using WhatsApp, the number is one. 1- Four seven zero two four zero one five zero nine. You can email to psalmscast at gmail.com. Psalmscast does have a page on Facebook where you can share your thoughts, you can interact with others, and of course, like, follow, and share the podcast episodes. If you have enjoyed the podcast today, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a day.